hello and welcome to another episode of Good Teaching. I am your host, Dr. Toyin Ali, and this is the podcast where we talk about the most effective teaching strategies of college instructors. Now today, this is a solo episode, so I'm going to share one of my favorite strategies to use to get amazing student course evaluations. So If you have in the past gotten some negative course evaluations, or maybe you're like, they could be a little bit more positive, and I wanna feel confident about inviting my students to submit their course evaluations at the end of the semester, this episode is for you. So let's talk about those end of semester student evaluations for your course. Often people really dread this time of year and people are so nervous to open them and see the harsh criticisms that their students may have said about them in those evaluations. But if you are getting negative course evaluations and you don't actually take the time to dig in and look and figure out what your students are saying and why, how can you improve your teaching? It's also very likely that your student evaluations are a component of your annual evaluations for your job or your promotion dossier. I know at my school, our annual evaluations have three parts. We have the self voice, the peer voice, and the student voice. And that is often very heavily based on our course evaluations as well as our student success activities that we do in our classes. And you don't wanna have to spend time like in your reflections, in your promotion dossier, or in your annual evaluations explaining why you are a good teacher even though your course evaluations don't reflect that. Let's just get positive teaching evaluations. So what are our students actually sharing in those end of semester evaluations? For me, it's mostly just two things. They're sharing how much I like impacted their student success, like how much I supported their learning. That's one thing they shared. And then another thing is how much they like me. Unfortunately, students will also share it whether they liked you or not. And one of the reasons why this is unfortunate is because you're typically your most enraged students <laughs> are going to be the ones who actually take the time to like air out their grievances in the course evaluations and students who feel slightly positive or neutral about you probably won't take the time to fill out those course evaluations. Sometimes your students who love you will share and share their thoughts in your course evaluations. But if you're not feeling confident about promoting the course evaluations and sharing what the course evaluations are for to your students, then you're likely not gonna get as many as you need. And you wanna have a great amount of them so you increase the chances of you getting more and more positive course evaluations. So today in this episode of the podcast, I'm just gonna share one strategy that's gonna help with both of those things that the students share. So this one strategy is gonna help with your support of your students' success. So it will help them see you as supporting them in their journey of like doing well in your class. And also it will help them like you better as well. Are you ready to hear about this strategy? So the strategy is organization. Being more organized is actually the first thing that I would recommend that you do if you are getting negative course evaluations. I would actually start here before improving on your teaching skills. And you may find that being more organized will inherently improve what you do in the classroom because you're just more prepared. Organization is so important, especially if you teach one of those subjects like me. So I teach math 
And that's inherently a pretty scary subject for students. And so I don't want my uh, disorganization to be yet another thing that's holding them back from doing well in a math class, right? You want to remove that excuse from the students of like why they didn't do well in your class. You don't want it to be because of you and how you are mismanaging or just not managing the organization of your class. Okay, so let's talk about how I identify the organization would be helpful here. So one thing that I want to share is I do uh, a first day of class activity, which I do share activities um, on what to do on the first day of class in an earlier episode. I'll make sure to link that episode in the show notes in the description of the video for you to find it. But in my Calculus One class, I always do a first day of class activity called the Who Am I activity. And this is where students write down information about themselves. And one of the questions that I ask them to answer is, what makes a great math professor? Like in their experience taking math classes up until now, what have they noticed to be the best skills or characteristics of an awesome math professor? And here's what they always say. Number one, organization. Number two, clarity. And then most, some of them will say number three, knowledge about the topic. That's like down on the list. They really want someone who's organized and who can be very clear in their explanations. And so for my students in pre-calculus and calculus one, that cl those classes are hard enough without the students having to struggle to be like, okay, well, where do I find this information? How do I know what's due? What do I need to do to prepare for the next day of class? What do I need to study for the test? Like. I should have these answers readily available for them to find on their own so that that doesn't become another point of stress um, for them in this class. Okay, so in this episode, I wanna share three simple ways that you can start being more organized in your classes that will help support your student's success as well as help your students like you a little more. So the first thing that I do and that I would recommend is just something simple that you can do before class begins is when you come into the classroom, you say hi to everyone. We got about three to five minutes before class starts. I go to the board and I write up the to-do list for the day. So everything that we're gonna do for the day. So if you do more than lecturing, it's nice for the students to have kind of like a roadmap so they can know what to expect. And then I also write on the board the an upcoming announcement. So the urgent announcements, things that are coming soon, like make sure you do this before the next class. Remember we got a test coming next week. And the students appreciate this so much. And you may think, well, isn't it their responsibility? These dates are on the syllabus. These dates are on the LMS, my learning management system. They can look and find all of this information on their own. Well, most of our students are new adults. They are still trying to figure out their organization and time management skills. And so it really doesn't hurt to just remind them of these things in class and they can be like, oh my goodness, oh yeah, let me remember to put this in my calcu calculator. They'll think, <laughs> they'll think, oh my goodness, oh yeah, let me remember to put this in my calendar or in my planner so I don't forget because I almost forgot about this due date, right? Your class isn't the only class that they have. They're taking probably four other classes with other due dates and deadlines and responsibilities that they have to manage. And so it's nice to get that in-person reminder. And that way, if a student does have a question about things, they can ask you immediately and not have to feel nervous about crafting an email to you. We're all about
about supporting our students as they grow and learn and become adults. And honestly, what I found is my students greatly appreciate these reminders, so they never actually feel blindsided by things in my class. And so you may have noticed if you do get negative teaching evaluations, maybe that's one of the students' complaints. Like, yeah, I've never turned anything on time because they just told me about the due date the day before or something like that. Even though it's in your syllabus, even, it's no, if, even if it's no fault of your own as the instructor that the students feel blindsided about assignments being due, it is nice to give them those reminders and they tend to appreciate that. Another strategy that you can use to help increase your organization in your class and help with your student success and also help them like you more is to use consistent due dates and assessment types. So here's what I mean. It can be very overwhelming for a student to have a homework due on Tuesday and then the next homework is due on a Monday and then last minute they get a homework assignment that's due on a Friday that can be very stressful and overwhelming for them, especially if every one of their professors have different due dates for different things and they never know when things are gonna be due. So I try to help my students out here. I like to have consistent due dates and deadlines for things, so here's what I mean. This semester in my pre-calculus class, I am giving a quiz every Wednesday. They know if it's Wednesday, we're having a quiz. The online homework assignments, they're always gonna be due on Tuesday. It's their consistent due date for online homeworks. For written homeworks, those are gonna be due every other Friday. So they have this pattern that they can rely on and it really helps them to manage their schedule. So my students have told me that because my schedule is so organized and it is very consistent week to week, they're able to plan out their schedule for their other classes even better because they know these are the days that I need to set aside time to work on math because I know I have this thing coming up and it's gonna be the same every single week. And then my final simple strategy for getting more organized in your class is to set up a very easy to navigate LMS or learning management system. So whichever one you use at your school, make sure it's very easy for your students to navigate and find things. Make sure the homepage is organized in a way that makes sense and that is intuitive for your students. Like the most important thing should be front and center, right in the front. And if there's something important that they need to click on all the time, maybe it's helpful to put it in the navigation bar. Also using consistent language. So for example, in my calculus class, instead of calling my weekly uh, formative assessments quizzes, I called them gateways, right? You need to get through this gateway so that you can keep going in the class, right? They're really just quizzes, just rebrand it to a different name. So I wanna make sure that on my LMS, I'm calling it a gateway every single time and I'm not switching the wording to quiz some of the time because the students may think this is a completely different assignment that they have no idea of what to expect it to be about and they get nervous and they get anxiety about that. So trying to be consistent with your wording as possible is really helpful. Setting up a folder or module system inside of your LMS is gonna be really helpful for your students. So for example, I have a folder for all of the pre-class videos and I break it down by unit one, unit two, unit three. So every test material has its own folder, right? Their written homework assignments, that's all in the same folder. And I also am very um, ahead maybe 
is the right word with my announcements. So I'm actually not sending an announcement to my students every day or every day that we have class. I actually sit down and map out the next week ahead and I write out a whole week's worth of announcements for my students the Friday before. So I have a Friday routine. On Friday, I sit down at my desk, I map out what I wanna do in my classes for the next week. Doesn't mean I have to have the lectures planned, I just need a general outline of what's gonna be due, what we're gonna talk about, what the students really need to know. And I write down, here are your announcements for the week of, insert Monday's date. And then at the very top, I do the top main due dates. You got this homework due, we're gonna have a quiz here, and don't forget the quiz, the test is coming up in two weeks. That's at the top. And then the next section I'll say, to prepare for Monday's class, here are the things you need to do. To prepare for Wednesday's class, here are the things you need to do. To prepare for Friday's class, here are the things you need to do. And at the bottom, I put my information for my office hours, as well as um, tutoring and study hall and all the resources students need. I found that when I didn't include those resources in my weekly announcements, students would be emailing me all the time. When are your office hours? They're on the syllabus, but somehow they overlook it and they forget that tutoring exists. So I remind them every single week. And this seems like a lot on me. It's like I'm almost babying my students or holding their hands too much, but I teach a lot of introductory level classes. My students just turned 18. This is their first time away from home. This is their first time on a college campus. They are overwhelmed. It's like information overload. And they truly appreciate me taking the time to make it just a little easier for them. I'm not making the class easier. I'm not making my content easier. I'm just making the experience better for them and making everything more easy to navigate so that they do have the capacity to learn. So when you are organized in this way, it helps to show your students that you're actually putting in effort and putting in the work to make their experience better. And they truly appreciate that. They can see when their professor is putting in effort and when their professor is just phoning it in. And that will be reflected in your end of the semester student course evaluations. Okay, so as I mentioned, organization is just one way, it's just one strategy that I use to start getting better and more positive course evaluations, but there are so many other strategies that I use. So if this is a topic of interest for you and you do want to take more steps to improve your student evaluations or get more positive evaluations. Well, I got something for you. It's not completed yet, but you can get on the wait list for it. It's called Best Professor Ever, and it is an audio course that walks you through three, actually about five strategies on what you can start implementing immediately to improve your students' experience in your classes, to improve the student success rate that you have in your classes, and in turn, get you more positive student evaluations. So if you are interested in that and you wanna know when this audio course is gonna be ready, audio to make it really easy, you can listen to it on your commute to school while you're out for a walk, while you're doing your dishes, whatever, while you're prepping for your day. I wanted to make it so easy so you can like download these nuggets and start implementing as soon as possible. So if you would like to get on the wait list for that, go to my website, drtoyanali.com forward slash best professor ever. And there's a dash between each word. 
So there's also one more thing that I'm working on this semester that I'm super excited about. This won't be ready until the summer, but I'm creating a professional development training course. So this is actually gonna be just for mathematicians. So for math departments, this is for you. I do feel like there is a need when it comes to introductory level math courses and training the people who are going to be teaching those classes because the students really need support. They need confidence. They need problem solving skills. And what I'm creating will help you to train your graduate students, postdocs, and new faculty members to be able to teach these classes so that your students have more success and so that these people actually get positive student evaluations when they teach those classes. So if you would like to be on the list to find out when this training material is ready, go to my website, drtoyanali.com forward slash math, M-A-T-H and you'll find all of the details there. That is the end of this semester. Let me know if there were some golden nuggets here, if there's any organization things you plan on trying this week for your class. I am so excited to see how this goes for you. So I will see you in the next episode. Happy teaching.